in one sentence, what is Kaijo about? Oh, fuck. That's really actually tough. Kaijo is a story about friendship and perseverance. No. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. That's not what it's about. In a sense, in a sense, that's true. In a sense, Casterlight is right. But more accurately, what is the main action in Kaijo? Kaijo. All right. Kaijo is a story surrounding a group of teens getting into the professional world of titty and ass wrestling. Fuck yeah! This is like yeah, baby. every eight-year-old's dream. <laughs> everybody, I'm Pax. I'm Hal. And this is Brotakus, the show where two guys who love anime do a deep dive on what is and isn't worth watching. We believe you don't need a major in anime studies to enjoy this wild, beautiful, strange art form. And we're lucky to have you on this journey with us. We're so lucky. We love you. Our guest today, I am so excited, one of my best friends of all time. Casterline Villar is a New York-based actor, writer. You could find her on Instagram and Facebook at Casterline Villar, at, or uh, on Twitter at Casterline with four E's. We're going to put that in the show notes. You can hear her in the Meet Cute podcast. You can watch her in an upcoming TV series. We'll update you through our social media when that comes out. Casterline is brilliant, chaotic, gorgeous, hot, 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 amazing, smart, good good brain, best brain. Casterline, how you doing today? <laughs> <laughs> yes! yes, hello. I need you to hype me up for everything. Yes, okay, good. Big, big wrestler energy. We're the fucking bro. Big we're fucking Brodicus, baby. It's the Brodicus. Fucking Brodicus. So you might notice our, you know, careful <gasps> listeners may notice something about this episode, which is that. You can see us. You can fucking see us this time. And so this, if all goes well, which knowing me, it will not. This will be our first video podcast. Mm -hmm. So um, if you're listening on your favorite podcasting app, as you normally do, you may continue to do so. We will always have it up there. But if you prefer, if you prefer to have the gay weeb version of the Joe Rogan experience, if you like that video podcast, you want to see people up there talking about ape energy, brain omegas, and you know, are you an alpha or sigma or an omega male? I'm an Omicron oh, male. Oh, 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 kind of, Hell, what kind of oh, male are you? I've been, li- I've been <laughs> following it. I've been like, you yeah. have to know. Am I a beta? And am I an alpha? And I'm a sigma? Am I an Decepticon male? What am I? <laughs> Wait, I don't even know what this is. <laughs> you don't, like, yeah. what is? I, you don't I, know about the male types? Yeah, you don't, uh, you don't know you, what kind of male you are? You don't know about the male types? Uh, okay, well, let me just give you a quick What run kind run. of male am I? Yeah, so I uh, there's alpha, there's beta, there's... I forget the other one. And then there's Omega. And Omega is like the bottom of the bottom. Alpha's the top of the top. But then there's a new one. Ooh, new male just it? dropped. New <laughs> male. <laughs> um, so uh, it's called a, a, a Sigma male. Sigma and, male. And uh, Sigma is kind of synonymous with Alpha male, except Sigma males just don't give a fuck. And they don't need to adhere to the social hierarchy that other males adhere to. They just get babes anyway, just because they're so hot. And they don't even know it. It's kind of like the One Direction song. You don't know you're beautiful. Full, except you're like hot as fuck and you're ripped and you're 
Well, you know, to clarify, to be clear, the the alpha male is the lion. You know, the the, the alpha male is the eight hundred pound oh, lion yeah, yeah. in the jungle. The alpha male seeks to consume and dominate, but the sigma male, the sigma male is not below or above the alpha. The sigma male is right on the same level, parallel, new type of male. You know, uh, parallel integration male. So the sigma's like the tiger. The sigma's like the John Wick. It doesn't mm. seek to consume, but it just it just can't help conquering. But like it's a lone wolf type. It's a lone wolf type. And so it's a wolf. And a tiger? Yo, it's a tiger wolf, dude. Dude, Ooh, I'm a fucking lot. I'm a fucking tiger So combine them both, be a where fucking liger male, bro. I go? Real, all I the real know ones which out there. fucking male I am. <laughs> all yeah, the real right. ones out there. Well, you're a liger male. You yeah, yeah, combine yeah. the best traits of both, and you're infertile, baby. Liger yeah. male. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking infertile. I fucking oh love infertility. Uh. I fucking love it. It all ends with me. I only got one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. Oh. <laughs> So uh, Cass, <laughs> exactly. So Cass, already this energy that you are known for is coming in here. Um, quick check in, Cass. How you doing? Where you Where you coming to us from? I am coming to you live from New York City. I am currently living in Astoria. For those that don't know me, I was actually born and raised in the Bronx of New York City. Went to high school there and all that up until our college experience where I met y'all fine people. So, um, yeah, I'm out here. I'm performing as much as I can, um, doing as much work as a artist that I can find and just kind of sinking my teeth into whatever comes. Ooh. Hell yeah. Ooh, Speaking yeah. of sinking your teeth into whatever comes, this is a very relevant sentence for the show we're talking about today, right, Kaz? Facts. Absolutely. So, this so, shit is fucking <laughs> banana. bananas. Bananas. So, Hal, you're the one who suggested this. Explain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, years ago, I forget when exactly this was, but I remember scrolling through YouTube because I'm one of those uh, like YouTube consumers where I watch like bits of shows in order to uh, like I can watch multiple clips, kind of like our our good friend Michael Flanagan. Michael Flanagan. I'll, I'll consume like the first episode of the we show and then the last episode of the show, and then I will only watch fight clips in between. And I came across this show <laughs> while looking up like crazy battle anime. And uh, after watching a few clips of that, I said to Pax one day, I was like, yo, if we're out of ideas, <laughs> if we're looking for something just a little fucking crazy, <laughs> let's just put this <laughs> out If we've here. ever hit rock bottom, we have right. nothing else to do. Right, 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 right. And well, so, welcome to rock bottom, baby. Yeah, here we are. Yeah, Castellane, yeah. just, yeah. just to be clear, you are not our rock bottom, but the show, well, anyway, so... When I saw the show, it was something that I thought would be like worst case scenario, but I'm super excited to do it today because I think the three of us can all agree that this was way different than we thought it was going to be, while simultaneously being exactly what we thought it was going to be. Mm, great description, great description. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, we talk in Kaijo, uh, known as, uh, I believe, Hip Whip Girl in Japan, um, and, and uh, romanized as... K-E-I-J-O with five exclamation points. <laughs> and uh, I didn't think getting into this that we were going to uh, have a sudden Kaijo superfan in our midst. But uh, Cass, could you tell me how quickly you got into this? Because I couldn't believe when you were telling me. <laughs> because the whole thing, the whole thing, I knew I needed to have you on for this. I knew I needed to have you on because of your energy, because of just what you bring out in me and what you bring out in people. Um, and I wanted to come into this saying, this is just what all anime is. It's just like this show. But... What is Kaijo? 
Okay, where do I even begin? All right, thank you so much for having me on this show, first of all. I am so excited. And I actually started watching it uh, just yesterday, and I breezed through two hours of it. I watched half the series immediately because as soon as I hit the first episode, I was like, this is going to be problematic. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. I was like, and then it just like continued on. And after a while, I'm like, the fucking hormone monster. I'm like, yeah, yeah, give me more. I'm like, I need to fucking see where this goes. Oh, you have to know how it ends. Like, I just got invested and more out of the curiosity of that balance, like you said, how, of how like it's everything that you knew it was going to be. But there's so many unexpected things that come along the way. So, I definitely felt that as soon as you jump into that first, first episode. But I did make it up to episode eight. I think there are 12 in Mm -hmm. the entire season. But after this, I will be finishing. I will be caught up. Okay. Maybe maybe we can petition to have a season two. Uh, I don't know if that's in the works yet, Pac. I would, think would, season one, I got the gist of it. <laughs> oh, you sure? I was, I was ready for seasons up to four, so I think we can. I think we should push, Casterline. What do you think? Absolutely. Okay. Listen, Howie, I think you and I are on the same page. Like, we're here for the plot as much as... Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'm we're totally... Here yeah. yeah, we're here for the chaotic energy it brings mm. and the, yes, problematic issues at hand. Okay, you fucking horned up degenerates. <laughs> Casterline, in one sentence, what is Kaijo about? Oh, fuck. That's really actually tough. Kaijo is a story about friendship and perseverance. <laughs> no, fuck <laughs> yeah. God damn it, that's not what it's about. In a sense, in a sense, that's true. In a sense, Casterlight is right. But more accurately, what is the main action of Kaijo? All right. Kaijo is a story surrounding a group of teens getting into the professional world of titty and ass wrestling. Fuck yeah! This is like yeah, baby. Every eight-year-old's dream. Yeah. <laughs> I guess if you're like a weird-ass eight-year-old, so I will let me let me hit hit y'all with the synopsis. So this series is set in an alternate reality where a new women-only gambling sport known as Kaijo becomes a fad in Japan. Kaijo matches are held atop floating pe- platforms referred to as a land in large water-filled stadiums where swimsuit-clad players fight to incapacitate their opponents or push them out of the water. But they can only hit each other using their titty meat or their ass meat. Nozomi Kamanashi gives up her dream of competing in the Olympics to become a kaijo player. She was dreaming of the Olympics and she's like, nah, I want to get rich. I'm going to titty wrestling. I'm going to titty wrestling. Uh, and she just wants to earn a lot of money. Um, so as she enters the world of kaijo, she makes new friends while learning that the way to fame and fortune in a new uncommon sport has more challenges than she could ever imagine. She could ever imagine. And so mm. that's the history of Kaijo. Um, so how can you hit us with something like the 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 hype around Kaijo? Because this is an infamous anime, right? Uh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, infamous is probably the best word that I would use to describe it. So like Kaijo. So one thing that you you told that you have down here that I just didn't know, it has 18 volumes of a manga. 18 Kaijo volumes. Does? Yep. 18 volumes? 18, 18 volumes. And 175 chapters, which you would think that for TNA wrestling, I, like, I feel like one chapter would be 
sufficient in order to tell mm-hmm. you like what the fuck is going on here. And I guess not. So uh, it was published in Weekly Shonen Sunday, which is a Weekly Shonen publication that came out on Tuesday, now Wednesdays, but the word Sunday in its title was supposed to be like, oh, this is a relaxing weekend for, you know, TNA wrestling. Yeah, Weekly Shonen su- Sunday. It's like Sunday's almost like a cool English word where it's like, Oh, Sunday vibes. Like it's like it's like oh, I would love to imagine it's Sunday on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Just a weird ass name for it. Weird yeah, ass name. Yeah. So so the magazine um has been going for 61 years. 61 uh, years. Can you Which is what? huge and what? And it yeah, so so Shonen Shonen Jump and like its subsidiaries. Well, I actually don't know if it's related to Jump. I, I think it is. Um, because it, 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 it has many subsidiaries. There's like ultra jump. There's like different things under the, the publication so, so, title. So hang on. Could, could I possibly see uh, a crossover of Kaijo and like Naruto? Could I possibly see that happening? I'm sure there's many just, porn, I, I mean, pornographic like not, subreddits not, where you yeah, definitely not for, can. Not for me. There's I just like a friend asked me earlier what I It already exists. I'm sure yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And so, okay, and cool. so I'm going to. And so in Weekly Shonen Sunday, the only two titles that I've ever heard of in there are Case Closed and Detective Conan, which like I've never watched, but I know that they're like long running detective series. But then they have 27 other current active series that I've never heard of before in my fucking life. And one of them is Kaijo. And so immediately the listenership should be like, okay, well, titty and ass wrestling, this sounds extremely uh, fucked up and problematic. And it is, but it's nothing like his previous manga. Can I share what his previous manga was about? (laughs) Uh huh. It's way worse sounding. Okay. So, um, and and Kaijo is surprisingly, um, it it has more of like a, I guess a cult following. Um, it wasn't very popular. It was canceled early. It was something where he had some conflict with his uh, publisher. Um, but it is now currently one of the top five hundred most popular anime in my anime list with an average score of seven, despite only receiving one season. And it was cut off early. But his previous manga, and he hasn't made one after this, but his previous manga is called Momi uh, Momi Baraishi. In Momi Baraishi, the synopsis of it goes, There are demons who prey on beautiful young women and possess them. Fortunately, there's a magic user roaming the city who could banish them, but he needs to make physical contact with the women in order to banish the monster. Specifically, with their breasts. This is the story of a traveler and his witch companion, grabbing titties and banishing ghosts. So, which is like the only way to do it, I guess. <laughs> and I'm gonna go ahead and say, compared to that, compared to how, compared to li- compared to literally creating a fucking manga that's predicated on like my manga is about a guy. Oh my god, there's literally like there's literally like um uh like a Louis C.K. bit about this of like a superhero who who can save the world but only by assaulting women. Like it's like the, there's literally a bit made by, you know, known demon Louis C.K. about this. And to think that like you'd make an actual series about like I need to commit sexual assault in order to banish demons <laughs> is literally the most offensive thing I've ever heard in my life. And so it's actually disgusting. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, so, it's so funny how common that kind of thing, you you see it in stories all the time, you know? And I, I guess that's what I mean by like, do writers after a while think like, yes, of course, this is the logical thing to write. This is no, like what no, society needs. No, I don't think that needs. logical writers do that. I personally think that it's a big old, uh, let's see, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, let's 
see what's, how it affects people happen? and you know and if feel, they feel, hate it they hate it i feel like writing a manga like this would be synonymous with like pulling the pin on a fragmentation grenade and tossing it into a crowded room and shutting the door and just seeing what's left when you open it back up it's <laughs> just oh my god awful so let's get into the awful carnage of kaijo shall we guys yeah, yeah let's absolutely Everybody, we're talking about Kaijo today. We are talking about the weird world of titty ass wrestling. Yep. Uh, Cass, you being our now resident Kaijo expert, having watched the most of this, we're relying on your expertise. So, so give us the initial pitch of like what the what the setup is, what what people can expect in the first few episodes. Okay, so actually, in the first few episodes, I think that there are really wonderful qualities, so such as character development and um, relationships <laughs> between the characters. And yeah, uh, character really development. Really immersing <laughs> character <laughs> development and like really immersing these characters into the world. So I think it's really, really good at first in fooling you and thinking this is going to be some kind of regular, beautiful animation of anime mm. that we're going to see because you you hop into it and I think it is visually beautiful. I was very impressed myself and I know that's something that you noticed as well, Pax, is mm -hmm. how beautiful the animation actually was. But it's I think that as we go on, vibrant. we immerse ourselves. gorgeous. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And um, I know a lot of people are always talking about how insane anime food is, but mm. I think that everything in this, I always latched onto everything, just like the steam, the beautiful things they did with the clouds and just scenery everywhere, everywhere was beautiful. But we then immerse ourselves into the nitty gritty of what this sport means and it mostly revolves around that everything in these characters lives re revolves around kaijo and it's so fascinating how equally empowering and diminishing it can be to see these characters experience <laughs> their life revolving around this fucking sport this sport that you can go pro in mm -hmm. and mm. So when we open when we open into the episode, you're meeting a bunch of characters and you realize right away how Kaijo is their life. Uh, you don't even hear them. Like, I, I think I've heard maybe briefly two or three characters talk about their families. And they talked about how they talked about doing how performing Kaijo fighting in these Kaijo matches is bringing honor to their family. Right, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. are going to make a name for themselves for whatever small village they come from. And they are going to be the ones to rise to the top. And people are never going to forget who they are because of this really moving, powerful, sport that they're a part of mm. um yes i don't even know where else to go with it without revealing too much but i i'm gonna yes, go ahead on the land I, oh no no no! so, go so ahead, i'm gonna pass. go ahead and say we could reveal as much as we fucking want because the point of this is not the plot twists <laughs> because even if you hear exactly what the cerberus ass means or 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 Okay, sure. okay, let's all try to go in and remember some of the attacks that happen in here because there are these big, beautiful anime powered up like attacks with the and again only titty and assets. So um, I'm thinking of butt cannon. Mm -hmm. and it, I, I'm Hallie. losing my mind. The butt gatling. I'm butt -gatling. losing butt -gatling. my mind. Gatling. The, butt uh, gatling. The, the bust to bust uh, attack. Like something. Oh my god. Bust, bust to bust okay, attack. Okay. The beautiful. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the really, yeah. really, the really guillotine. fascinating. <laughs> 
So there is like an actual skill to yeah. these, um, this kind of combat. So this Kaijo, yes, you can only use your breasts or your buttocks mm. to um, hit your opponent on this floating piece of land, this floating uh, kind of just like stage on water. And you have mm. to knock your opponent into the water. And oh man, my tailbone hurts just like thinking about it. Oh, yeah. Like, oh my gosh, these little humans in their frail bodies the way they're animated and just like these really insanely large breasts or small or, or large buttocks or large or small breasts or small buttocks there's such a variety in there but the absolute sheer athleticism behind putting your body into these matches to get points and essentially be the best ass and titty, titty wrestler i i I don't know. I think this is definitely affects their psychology of how they also view themselves mm -hmm. because we then fall into these characters revealing their insecurities and the, yeah. th and the things that are, uh, they're kind of distraught with inside of themselves and a lot of it surrounding them in their own bodies and that meaning everything, you know? Totally. Totally. And, and, and if I can just add on to that, the sport itself is so intricate there are so many different parts it's a real sport it's a team so like they talk about teamwork they talk about each position that you have so like uh the way that like in football there's like a quarterback a lineman a running back like all of that mm -hmm. in kaijo each player i think they're like four person teams um mm -hmm. you each have like your own position you can be like an infighter an outfighter a counter and something else i don't remember yeah, i don't remember the fourth one but i think that that's what the main character the hoarder backer <laughs> Yeah, the uh, heavy on the whore. And, and essentially, yeah. essentially, what what these you, you're given these positions based on your physical attributes and what your skill set uh, enables you to do. So, like, if you're really fast, you're going to be the outfighter, and you're going to be like ducking, dipping, dodging, and diving, and juking these people, breaking ankles, and relying on your speed. If you're an infighter, you're like a big beefy boy, well, chick, and then you're because women only, and um. You're just going to rely on brute strength to take out your opponents. Mm -hmm. Counters are pretty much yeah. synonymous with judo, um, which so, is just using your opponent's momentum against them. Which like, is oh, addressed in this. In yeah, this yeah, anime. they use it a yes. lot. Yes, they address yeah, so, judo and how kaijo is almost like on yeah. the same level of respect of judo. <laughs> judo, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I think that this is a, a good a good time to kind of pivot into um because because on one end we have things that are kind of like direct like horny adaptations of previous anime tropes like the the butt gatling is very much like the monkey d luffy like um uh, uh gomu gomu uh like like gum gum rockets um uh and and they even have I think in the first episode there's the girl with the pink hair who does the like omewa shindaru oh yeah and she's you know. The yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. And, yes, and, yes. Already and dead. Yeah, and omowa shindaru means it's it's like a, a meme phrase that we use, but it means you're already dead. And it's from this old anime, Fist of the North Star, where the main character, um, Ken Star, he had this like he would like hit you in a thousand uh, yeah, points, yeah. like pressure points, and he'd go, <laughs> and and the enemies would be like. <laughs> what the fuck was that? You you didn't do anything, and they'd be standing, and he'd go, I totally know what this is. And he'd go, is. what how? Omewa shindaru, and then they'd be like. Nani. <laughs> and then and, and they just like burst and like, they literally explode <laughs> yeah and so pink hair girl has this 
moment with these people because she'll just stand there and then suddenly it's like like a a burst of energy where did she go and it's like oh she just knocked somebody unconscious with her titties and they fall to the ground and you're like what the fuck is happening hang on can we just talk about this specific move real quick Okay. Yeah, okay, because do it, do it, do it. I'm learning a lot about anatomy right now. I'm doing a lot with like physical training and stuff like that. And one of the things that she does, she whips around so fast. She hits them with her ass specifically on this point of their jaw, regardless mm-hmm. of where they are standing, what level they're standing on. She's like, and then they're like, and then they just drop and they're done. And this girl has no spine. No way. She is twisting around so fast and whipping her butt at like different angles. None of these women have spines. It drives me insane. Yes. (laughs) Which, 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 like, yes, like they're actually hitting in the jaw, but that is actually a place that if you're throwing a punch, you can actually render someone unconscious hitting them in the jaw area. And so, you know, I always uh, grew up with, you know, older male cousins that would like, you know, wrestle and teach us how to wrestle and teach us how to defend ourselves. And they would always say, you know, hit them in the jaw to knock them out, hit them up here in the temple to kill them, you know? And like, you know, I never really did the second one, but like, I don't, I've never tried the first one either, but that is actually a a point where you can render someone unconscious. So there are some accurate physiological things that I guess come into play here. Mm. Um, And, but Gatling though, I think, Okay, the physics of cutting through air that much with just your hips, which is why I I see a, a bruised tailbone for many many women in the near future, is is just strange. I'm gonna try even, it later. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, I was already doing it in the shower and I almost yeah, died. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like these women, they absolutely um they kind of like defy gravity in a way with yeah, the superpowered yeah it's almost like a superpower to be able to like move your body in that way um and i will say also with with the um with the titty um attacks breast tissue is very very delicate mm-hmm. you know i mean there's a reason women wear sports bras specifically for active movement so, so you're um, telling me that you couldn't like uh do a pile driver specifically <laughs> with like your titties castle okay that's that, like, the that's only possible? that's the only exception Shit. honestly <laughs> that's okay. the only one where like you know titties loaded go you know that's like the only one but overall i've uh like uh felt sensations as a woman in my body you know um where tissue tearing is not fun and it's actually mm. incredibly incredibly painful mm. you can damage your skin and like permanently damage tissue mm. in certain areas um and so I, i'm very very surprised but i think that i also wanted to touch on the point of the variety of bodies although yeah. you know we are presented in this sport of titty and ass wrestling and so many of the characters have like juicy ass tits and like fucking meaty asses there are a few that present themselves and say you know i don't really have you know the huge breasts and the huge ass and i was sitting there like tell me more sis because like i feel you how how where am where do i belong in the kaicho world i need to know where do i fit and so i think that's where the positions of where everyone belongs comes into play you know you right, but, are but, but, a little bit quick, faster to, to quick jump in here so people don't think the show is like ridden by gloria steinem and is like mad woke when it 
it comes to body types. Like uh, it's, it's not like, no. like it's it's like if sure there's alterations in that, but it's like if you're in the video game character creator and the slider is only like big titty, small titty, big ass, small ass, tall down. There's not a lot of intricacies on like does someone carry more fat on their thighs or their arm or their belly mm. or their hips. Like it's not that's not as much what's explored. It's <laughs> um, it's uh, not. So keep in mind. They are hitting each other with their boobs and their butts. That is it. So mm. maybe, maybe it's not the most woke thing in the world. Let's just keep that in mind as like no. the center point of the show. Absolutely not. It definitely isn't something that's like progressive and highlighting like a social issue in a positive way. But I, what was that? No, no, no. Continue. Sorry. sorry. Oh, no. But, um, but I think that what they what they did, like, I think purposely make sure to clarify was for the positions to work was the need for a variety of body types. Mm. Because I think it's unrealistic to say, okay, all the greatest ass fighters only have juicy asses. And it's like, well, what about our bony ass bitches in the back? You know, you got to give them some love. You know, these t- little tits need love too. Mm-hmm. And and you find almost like the 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 strength and skill that, that is attached to that right and 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 actually they talk about that so much it's such a core part of the show that it's actually the name of a science pax what is the name of the uh the study that goes along with um kaijo and well one of those is astronomy but Cass, what's the other one it's a boobology yes Uh, astronomy and boobology i believe yeah how (laughs) Wow. Okay. I wonder how many credits each one of those classes would be if I were to take them. Probably like three credit courses each, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so. Okay. Um, but, but, but so really quick before, because we should definitely talk about like the fact that they're going to school. For this. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's a school. It's a school. Um, yeah, so, it's a school. I wonder if they're taking other classes and they're just not it, showing that. It doesn't that. seem like it. Like, it no, just seems I, like I they're learning just, astrology and boobology. Yeah, I think that's it. When they're not training, which is a whole other montage that we can it, talk about later. It's like a military academy almost, the type of lifestyle that they live. Yes, it's but like, specifically, all of the workouts are centered on two things. And they are like squats and like running and that is primarily like you are just building up those cheeks so you're yes! like double cheeked up on a thursday yes Where and i'm there? like yo these bitches cardio game is like, up there oh my God. <laughs> at a certain point when they're doing squats with a barbell <laughs> in between their ass cheeks in, in their assholes that's how they're carrying it that's how they're doing like deadlifts is by squeezing a barbell Honestly, in between their ass cheeks it's <laughs> insane. Like, like you could crack a some. You could crack like an iron vice in between yes. those butt cheeks. At this point, it's ludicrous. So, sometimes they I'm grab onto each other's clothes I... with the force of their butt cheeks, as yes. if it's a vice grip. Yes. yes. <laughs> Imagine oh. an ass coming at you and being like, "No, bitch, you're not going anywhere." Yeah, you can, just like grabbing your, your you by the shirt. Becomes like, not, ah. becomes like just as viable as your hands. Actually, even more mm-hmm. so. Absolutely. It's like next step in evolution. It's like it's like some animals don't have movable thumbs. Then came primates, and now came the ass clamp you. But Cass, speaking of this extremely powerful ass, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say like I'm not gonna say that I did a lazy girl booty burn like right after this. Sure, but I absolutely fucking did. 
Sure. Okay. But but did you do it to the point where you can pick things up now and like throw people to the ground? Can you do that now? Okay, I they they were they were practicing. They were working on uh what do you call it? Ass jumps or like mm-hmm. ass crawling. There was ass walking. <laughs> yeah, was ass walking, ass, ass walking yeah, was like yeah, yeah. one of the <laughs> trainings. And yeah, like let me tell you, scooching. I I did I took like two ass steps and I realized like this fucking this pelvis ain't it for that it like i'm not built for anything. that shit i need what? to meet someone i need to meet someone who is built for this so that like mm-hmm. I, we can just talk i need to understand because my ass bones were not loving it <laughs> okay but Cass, i needed to pass this your way because you were the one who told me about cerberus ass. sure you were the one who told me about Cerberus ass. And Hal, have you gotten to this the yet? Because Cass told me to skip ahead to this. It was like episode so, five. So the Cerberus ass, I've seen the Cerberus ass versus the iconic vacuum butt cannon. Oh, um, yes. uh, which is Which is kind of like when All Might uses like a <laughs> Brooklyn ball buster against like all for one. Uh, it's kind of like a clash of these two. Like Rasengan versus Jidori. Tell me about the Cerberus ass, Casterline, because I'm not totally uh, sure about it. Okay, I fell in love with the Cerberus ass because okay. it immediately gave me like Voldemort vibes. You know, it's just like, like a Vada Kedavra. Like, yo, like literally this entire being just behind this chick in the form of a, in the form of a dog head of some sort. At first, I was like, wait, this is Cerberus, but it kind of oh looks like God. a dragon. And it was like the spirit of yeah. this Cerberus dog coming out of the ass. It's like Beyblade style where like it like it it artistically represents it she has a stand yes yes like it it, it's stand but it's it's so i actually you know and i think in uh greek mythology cerberus was the three-headed dog that guarded the doors to the underworld and i was like wait so is this fucking cerberus head like one of the heads and then like the left ass cheek is supposed to represent like the other fucking head and the 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 right ass cheek is the third head so it's just like that's the three like the the trio motherfucking trifecta the blue eyes ultimate dragon it's like fucking ultimate dragon and I I lost it because the girl didn't have to this chick didn't have to look behind her at all. It's like her ass just sensed the movements of the other players. <laughs> oh, but this was the same character that was going up against the bu- the vacuum butt cannon, mm. right? So then when they're ass to ass, right? One of the characters off to the side says, "Oh, you know, the one that's using the Cerberus, oh, she's actually a little God. sensitive oh down oh south." They what? show a show an underneath shot of Be- because her, wait, wait, Describe, you, you gotta describe first. You gotta first describe what what um our main okay. character, who is the vacuum butt girl, is doing to Cerberus Asco. Because the Cerberus ass is like sentient. It's like it thinks for itself. It even kind of goes like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like Right, 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 right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's but, but got so okay, so the Cerberus ass has a life of its fucking own, and it's yeah. opposed to the vacuum butt cannon. Now the vacuum butt cannon is you know, you're using all of this physical force to twist your body and twist your hips and basically collect air and shoot it at your opponent so that you can basically annihilate them with just like a vacuum vortex of air coming from your ass. I thought it's an anal like, Rasengan. I was going to say it's I was a like, Kamehameha. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. Very much so. So the vacuum butt cannon going up against this 
entity of a Cerberus ass. And there were two other people on the platform and Cerberus ass is knocking people off left and right, doing crazy shit. Left and right, left and right, right. Two bitches, those two bitches didn't stand a chance. They were off the fucking land immediately, off the floating land in the middle of the pool. They boom into the water. Then these, uh, then it's finally up to vacuum butt cannon and the Cerberus ass. And, you know, our character, our main character, um, their name was, oh, Kaminashi. Um, Kaminashi is performing the vacuum butt cannon, mm-hmm. right? And, as oh, Kam- Kam- Kaminashi is so passionate as well mm-hmm. about being the best. They will win no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I think we haven't touched upon the fact that there is a regular class and an elite class right. in mm-hmm. these, in the Keijo, uh, fighting school. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, at this moment in the series, we're seeing, the elite class and the regular class basically go head to head with each other. So there's a lot on the line. You know, you really got to step it up. And this vacuum butt cannon is actually very, very difficult to master. You know, the Cerberus ass is very much that character's own. I haven't seen another character use it yet. I think it's something that this specific character has uh, re- been really, really attached to. This character, though, as well, I forget this character's name. But they were also listening to like a podcast uh, or like video show of some sort of these two guys, this romance between these two guys. And she was just obsessed with it. She's like horny for it. Yeah, you know, like, like seeing asses in the clouds, like she sees them fucking like tonguing each other in front of her, in front of her own eyes. Like it's so fucking vivid for when her. When she's listening to like the gay Yowie audiobook and yes. like imagining these two guys kissing and it's, um, it's it's so interesting because because she was born with this like sentient ass that just attacks everybody. Right. Um, so is there like a listening. puppy shot like like when Cerberus was like a young pup and like was learning like is is that a thing? No, because that would involve a shot of a child. <laughs> so, yeah. That's well, true. I guess like, these are high schoolers, so it's still weird. But like, yeah. um, she's listening to her like like gay lovers audiobook and and okay. just like zoning out as her ass is like boom, boom, headshot pentakill dead dead. Um, <laughs> yeah. As she's listening to the audiobook and she's going. That's the stuff. Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the stuff. That was her fucking line. Yeah. That's the stuff. And but I'm so just did- like, bitch, are you getting off right now? And I'm just nervous for her. I'm like, you got shit to do. You got this bitch on your left. You got this bitch on your right. And she's like, that's the stuff. She had that shit down. Yeah. And so to bring it back to getting off on that, when I so rudely interrupted you, Casterline, no, the, the butts were locked. The butts were locked. It was vacuum yes. butt cheek cannon cheek. versus Cerberus girl. And sh- vacuum butt cannon, what I wanted to mention here is she's using what she's calling like the vibrator ring hips. <laughs> where it's yes. like, we all know what a vibrating is, but like she's using a technique. And what does it do, Casterline? And so they're ass to ass and she starts using this vibrating hip ring and uh, technique. Technique. Against this, against the Cerberus ass. So they're ass to ass. Mm. There, meet to meet, and she starts using this vibrating technique. And then you hear the comment off to the side, oh, you know, the Cerberus ass, she's actually really sensitive down south. You see an undershot of their vaginas, you know, in the perspective that you're seeing their asses, but you really see their very aligned coochies, you know, because that swimwear is thin and tight and These hugging that lips. vagina, <laughs> hugging the vagina so closely, like it's afraid to lose it, like it's afraid to let go. <laughs> and then, and you see, and she's using it, and you see her vagina fucking quivering. 
And like, there's a fucking drip. And I'm like, it's dripping. You, it's, it's like Niagara drip. Falls there's, down there. Yes. And you, these bitches haven't fallen in the water yet. So I was like, hold the fuck up. <laughs> I was like, is this bitch about to cream? And I'm like, things just got interesting. But we we go on and the the char- another character clarifies, oh, yes, well, sensitive down south means that she can sense her opponent's movements with her feet. And I'm like, oh, okay, Toss. Okay, okay yeah, Toss. Sure. Okay, yeah, fucking right. <laughs> yeah. Give me a fucking break. Oh, oh, and I'm just like, oh I'm not going to. That, that, that pussy quiver, it's burned in here. In my brain, it's burned in there. I ain't gonna forget that shit. You ain't gonna let it say. If I was, you know, ten year old, eight year old me watching inappropriate shit, I would have been like, ah, okay, she can sense shit <laughs> wow. with her feet. And I'm just like, can't fucking forget the lips, the vag lips clapping. You know, they were fucking, they were doing its fucking thing. But mm. that's essentially the thing that weakens this opponent because I think it starts to take her off guard from uh, here on out I, because I of how sensitive she is. I couldn't imagine why. I yes. couldn't imagine why that would be distracting. I mean, between the gay lover uh, audio tape and the fucking vibrating ring toss, the vibrating It's a brutal combo. Toss. It's the old one, oh, too. Oh, that's the good old, yeah, yeah. that's a... You Classic know. real techniques, you know, vibrating pussy ring, no jutsu, like, you know, yeah, all yeah, things yeah, that we yeah. know from Naruto. So, yeah, so I, I actually want to broaden out here because I think we've given like a good smattering of this. And the thing is, <laughs> there's literally a fucking thousand examples of these. Like we could go on and on about all these examples of like, you know, the butt guillotine and, you know, there, there was the butt titty hologram in the first episode. Oh you remember my God. Butt titty yes, hologram? yes, yes. Oh Where, yeah. Like, it was like the after image technique. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. So. So let's let's kind of talk about like what it, what is making this show. You know, let, let's first talk about the problematic nature of it, actually, because sure, I absolutely. think that, you know, we should make it explicit because it's like, wow, we're really enjoying this show. Um, the, the one thing that I kind of want to lead off with is that I was surprised how because this shows, of course, it's problematic, but it felt like way less. Um, of an issue than some anime that I've seen that are like. less overtly sexual but just more just kind of fucked up with power dynamics and i think the key issue is honestly that and i I never i didn't anticipate it there really aren't male characters in this no really there aren't male characters and so without the presence of the male predatory like gaze and somebody getting off on it i think it's a lot easier to view this show as just like a kind of like really funny exploration that like that's more easily enjoyable than if it was like for you know this like leering sexualized like Mm -hmm. rapey thing but it's still kind of fucked up in ways and Cass, i know you you had written some stuff about that oh absolutely and actually the only male characters aside from the gay lovers that our beautiful character was imagining in front of her are Mm -hmm. the um are, are the characters that you see in the audience watching the kaijo matches and Mm -hmm. all you hear from these characters are like screaming and chanting and 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 i did see a few women in the audience but it was mostly Mm -hmm. men and i might even be wrong about that um but it was really really predominantly men and then there's talks of men because these characters um around episode six or seven head to kyoto for a huge match from of the east versus the west and in this match they have a couple of hours to themselves and some of the characters are obsessed with like you know going out to explore kyoto and explore the really fun culture and the food and everything it has to offer but also to go out and meet guys which is so 
it was so interesting to me up to this point because I was like, I think this le- this show is so gay. Like the whole time I was like, this show is so gay. And I'm like, I'm here for them, you know, trying to highlight like gay relationships. But the approach is just not it. Because so many of these characters, um, you know, they... There's so many issues on the female to female level that mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. stood out to me because it's almost how yes uh statistic wise there's a lot to say about males being predators and such but that doesn't excuse women women are very much predators just as much as any male and the reason that this kind of thing doesn't come to light as often is just because of the perspective that we have on women as sexual beings and then as just people with power as people with powers and hence it's almost this idea that like women can't be predators and that's so so false um we see these characters in their same age group you know groping each other up in a way that you can tell that the other character is not particularly enjoying and doesn't particularly consent. And then we go into some of the teachers examining these um, these characters' bodies. So these teachers who are older and, you know, coming in and doing a very thorough exam of the ass to make sure that you're improving in your work mm-hmm. and that you're getting stronger and it's just a little too invasive. It's kind of like being, kind of like being in a in a uh, acting conservatory almost. <laughs> okay, so fuck. I actually so many times throughout this entire thing kept thinking to myself like this reminds me so much of our the acting industry, the business yeah. of acting and the educational industry of uh of art and 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 performing theater, performance theater specifically, yeah. because of how hands-on that training is and because of how much it kind of gets into your head because of how much you're thinking about yourself. You're thinking about who you are in this place creating this thing and uh, like what it means to be who you are in your body, which is very much the experience of these characters in the show. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not to make it seem like this is like some progressive woke shit, like we were saying, because it's fucking not. But that's something that stood out to me a lot. You know, these characters with all of their insecurities and then just accepting that people are saying like your body it like means this strength or it means this weakness. And I have the right to feel your breasts up because you just have such perfect uh like symmetry or whatever the fuck and uh, no, no 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 this is purely scientific this is purely about like anatomical interest this isn't sexualized no no like, no, no, no. my job there's a character that comes in called rin and immediately feels yeah, up yeah. this one character right the, the character at, that's like, super cute. speed she at, like, like flashes su- over flashes over assaults assaults the fuck out of her is feeling up her breast she literally tells her to stop and i think she orgasm yeah yeah i think this girl literally like you know there was yeah i don't know like that was fucking wild that was that was wild it was just like yep this is happening this is the thing and everyone's just like "Mm -hmm." everyone's just like all right yeah yeah She's okay. She'll be fine. Yeah. And, and we're not saying that, like the answer to this is like complete puritanism where it's like never touch your friends, but like, um, uh, maybe get consent. Like, is that even also, possible? Also, they in weren't this world? friends. Like, it was legitimately, yeah. they didn't know each other. In fact, they were actually enemies at the time. They were in two different classes. She didn't do that because she was like, hey, you want to uh, have a little fun right now in front of all of our friends and peers? No, it was very much like, I'm going to do this 
to put you in your place right now. To yeah. assert my Which dominance. Is, yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was to assert dominance. And, and I was, I, I was like shook. I was shook watching this. And everyone was just like, yeah, all right. No, I mean, it's like, imagine if, like, Goku and Vegeta, if, like, they were about to fight, and Vegeta just went ahead and, like, slipped three fingers up his ass and went, like, do you like that Kakarot? <laughs> like, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like, it's like, that's not, it's never acceptable, <laughs> dude. Like, he's like, he's like, I'm playing mind games on you, Kakarot. <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> like, this show's such a piece of shit, but I, I think I like it. Um, I know. It's like upsetting because I think that I actually like there are some things that I thoroughly dislike and I don't think this is one of them. And I think it's kind of like hard to say that because of all the problematic nature of it. But I think that if people watch it, they will understand why. So so I feel like we've talked a lot about, you know, a lot of the problems of the show. Were there any like good parts? Any all of it. All of it. The whole fucking thing. That's the hard thing is we're talking about all of these things. That, yes, they are absolutely problems in the show. But I think one thing uh, that you said, Pax, was just talking about the fact that there aren't really any male characters. Is that there isn't this this uh, predatory feel throughout the entire show. I feel like this is a show, and you could disagree with me. That is just so outlandish and so obscene that it that it, it like leans into mm. it as hard as it can. Which is what makes it easier to laugh at it. Yeah. Because I'm just like, it's not one of those shows where it's like, it's actually trying to take itself seriously. Mm. It's not like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, this is, this is totally fine. Like, you can totally write this off. It's like, no, the writers are saying, yeah, no, this is fucked up. And we're doing this because it's fucked up. And it's funny. Um, it's not like I, one of those shows that are like, no, like the first episode of Goblin Slayer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll like talk that, about that and you know what I'm so talking about. Up. But but we'll talk about that later. But it's like one of those that's like you're not supposed to take this seriously because it's ridiculous. It's absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Absolutely. But that said, you you saying that that was such good insight. I think that hit on something that I think can unlock a lot of this, which is that this is the this is the first anime of a particular genre that we all know about. But I haven't seen an anime with that, and I think that anim- I think that genre is exploitation. Mm-hmm. It's like an it's like an exploitation film. Like if you're watching like a black exploitation film, like Pootie Tang or some shit like that, that is almost the same vibe. Where it's like heinously ridiculous subject material. Um, you know that that would be so problematic if the show's message was like this is how life should be, and yet it's like pure dumb fun despite all of like the really f- fucked up subject material in it i don't know does that make sense yeah absolutely and actually i i think that a big part of something that really really stood out to me that seems to be a big part of this is i think the ass and titty play is almost like a leeway for bringing up a lot of other subject matter Mm -hmm. so like bringing up power dynamics Mm -hmm. and bringing up also the um I think in education, right, in, in in becoming a professional, because these characters are all aiming to go pro, and what it means to immerse yourself into something that you love so much to become a professional, but what are you learning in an educational aspect versus what's actually in the real world? And I think mm-hmm. that's something that you can see parallels for in not just the performance world, but in all careers, you know? it's I don't think that, or at least from what I know of, um, a lot of experiences of 
any career path. You know, I've heard it from people who've studied to be doctors, from people who have studied to be lawyers and such, that what you're learning in the classroom isn't always going to go hand in hand with what's actually happening out in the real world. And we actually see that, but highlighted with Keijo instead. So the, they're learning all of these things and they're accepting certain kind of treatment because it's like, oh yeah, well, this is just our educational platform and this is what, you know, this is what it is. But then when they meet pros and they see what they're doing, they're just like, holy shit, in six months, I'm supposed to be on their level? Like, mm. how am I supposed to mm. get there now? You know, like, it's almost like, oh, this isn't adding up. It's not adding up how I'm supposed to progress um, at this school to be um, who I am, who I'm supposed to be so that I can be um, a professional and be able to go head to head with these people. So uh, as much as it, an educational experience is like necessary. Uh, I think it's also highlighting how a lot of it is really about going out into the world and just doing shit. You just yeah. gotta go and do shit. And if you don't go out and do shit, you're gonna feel like you don't know how to do shit. Even though you have a whole educational background, you're gonna feel like you don't know what the fuck you're doing unless you go out there and you just put yourself out there for the ass play. Ass first. Ass, ass jump in, said, ass yes. first. So, so now that we've, we've sort of discussed, you know, the setting, all of the intricacies of this, of this really, really complex and deep show, um, speaking of going out into the world and doing this, if we had, if each of us had like eight weeks, what, what was it? Six weeks? Castellan, is that what it was? Six weeks? Uh, something uh, like something, that. Something like that. Yeah. If each of us had like six weeks to go out and become a pro Kaijo player, mm. what would be our positions individually? <laughs> Like, what would we each play on our team? Right, right, right. Wait, so let's describe them again. So the infighter um, is about uh, speed. Infighter is about strength. Strength. It's about, like, getting in close and right, using right, your, right. your strength. Right, and then outfighter is about speed. Yes. Yes, and then counter is about, like, big attacks. I, I think it's about, like, uh, judo. It's, it's like basically judo. synonymous with judo. Just using your opponent's momentum against them. And countering mm. them when they attack. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I don't know. Do y'all have any ideas of what positions y'all would be in, or should we just give good. each other ratings of? Oh yeah, let's do that. That's fun. Should That's we fun. just yeah, fucking? Yeah. <laughs> okay, 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 cool, 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 cool. So, um, Pax, you want to go first? Yeah, about about giving y'all these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us our give us our spots, coach. Yeah, please. This, this reminds me of Put when me I went there. to like the Pride Center at one point. Um, they were doing like an STD like awareness thing, and I told my friend I would go. Um, not to be like, hey, you gotta learn, but it was like something that like he was hosting, and an exercise that was happening there was like people pasting like post-it notes to each other's back with like, what position do you think the other person is? Like top, bottom, top verse, bottom verse, true verse, <laughs> and like it was it was I, I think wow. meant to show like. And I think he was, it was meant to show more like, hey, here's how like our preconceived notions of each other could be incorrect. Right, right, but right. But it way right, right. more came across as like, hey, yeah, you look like a let's fucking Let's think about each other. Yeah, <laughs> you know, let's, let's imagine so, that. That's what this is going to be like. Um, Hal, I think you'd be judo ass. I think you'd be judo ass. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're live. You're, you're the counter, I think, is what I would give you. And um, I don't know, Cass, it's hard because you you are a, a, a master of all things ass, but I, I would I guess I'd give you infighter. You're you're pretty strong and dominating. I think you could do that. What do you think? Thanks. I think that sounds really hot and I'll take it. 
yeah. Hell yeah. Right. Okay, so right. Cass, rate rate the other hosts. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, what a weird episode to be our first video on, too. Like, we are getting immediately demonetized. <laughs> like, for sure. <laughs> We're not going to talk about ass titty hypnosis and, and, and fucking, like, the head of Google is going to be like, stamp it. Great. Good to go. Great, great. FBI list. Let's put it on. Yeah. There. Sorry. So, Cass? Uh, okay, so actually, uh, I actually see Pax very much as a Judah, as a counter. Uh, oh, interesting. So, yes, just because I have roughhoused with you before and you a mm-hmm. bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, yeah, you're, you're right. like, you know, you're <laughs> like, I think I, I, I roughhoused with you once where like, you almost like took my own hand and made me smack myself or something. And like the only other fucking time that's like happened to me is like with my older cousins, like bullying the fuck out of me. Pack is a bully. Pax is a bully. Pax oh. is a bully. Oh, no, I'm getting canceled on our first video episode. <laughs> and, I don't, and I don't want anyone to be concerned about Pax and I throwing hands because it's all out of love, mm-hmm. you know? Because, you know, we, like, fool around and we, like, fuck around and throw a chair across the room. And then we, like, like do. sit down and, like, snuggle and, like, eat tofu. And it's great. Um, mm-hmm. And Hal, I actually see you as an infighter. Really? Yeah. Well, because he can get angry. I can see it. <laughs> well, I think. Well, okay. And this is why. Because as an infighter, I think as much as it is about uh, strength, mm-hmm. I think that for you have to be very, very precise with your movements if you're going to get in such close proximity. And mm-hmm. I know that from my combat training. Mm-hmm. You know, the closer you are, the quicker and stronger you got to be. Because mm-hmm. once it's like it's like that idea in uh, theater. It's like kiss or kill. You know, you got to make a choice. If you're that close to someone, you're either going to kiss them or you're going to kill them. Mm-hmm. And I think that I can definitely see you like making really quick, quick attacks. Right. Kissing and then killing them. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Be, being, being, being smart enough to use mm-hmm. your strength in, in close proximity. Thank you. Thank Hell you. yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. So Hal, fuck, Mary kill. What's uh, your turn? Right, fuck, Mary. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> you know what, Pax? I see you. I also see you as a big counter, big counter energy. Mm-hmm. Because um, s- similar to the conversation we had about our stands and what powers they would be. I remember you talked about your stand potentially being like one that would beat the shit out of you while simultaneously making you a better person. Hell um, yeah. So like you would take physical damage, but your mental trauma would heal like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I like could see you very much being like, like, like you're out on that floaty, floaty wipeout esque stage, and someone comes up to you and they're like, "You're going down, Pax. I'm hitting you with the vacuum butt cannon." And you're just be like, "No, you," and throwing them overboard as they try to take you out. I can just see you being very gently like, hmm, "Pick you up, put you down." I ideally here. would like like my ass technique to be almost like um. Like you know that you know the scene in SpongeBob when like Patrick goes to like touch his toes and like um he puts his his like little starfish arms all the way around his yeah, back yeah, yeah, down yeah. and then touches his toes that way like yeah. he stretches his arms. I would want like my ass cheeks to be like mobile, like like almost like Mrs. Fantastic, like to be detached where I'm standing twenty feet away from you and then suddenly it's like Psh, and it's like boom, yes. floating Ugh. ass snake. In oh the my air. god, <laughs> fuck yes! When I was a little kid, uh, I always had this image when people said the term "calm your titties," a, a vivid image of just breast <laughs> extending and wiggling in the air. Like, 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 that's, that's always popped into my mind. And I totally created that image for myself. It's not a real thing. I've never seen it. Oh, I'm there God. with you. I'm there with you. So and we talked about like, our positions now. Oh, I didn't oh, get how to tell her. Wait, what about line? mine? Yeah, I didn't get to tell her hers. Jesus fucking Come your Christ, oh. Pax. 
Get it? Fucking grip. Kessler, I feel like you would be an excellent outfighter. I feel like you would be one of those people who would be like standing on the other side of the ring and I'd be like sitting there thinking like, okay, I haven't been able to see Casterline's technique yet, but I bet if I'm able to get in close and suddenly you're gone. (laughs) (laughs) Nani! And then you're behind me already and I'm like, ugh, getting hit from the back. I can see that you very much being like an Omewa Shindero type. I can very much see that. This from you. is the power that I just need. suddenly disappearing and appearing, and I'm already in the water. That's what I'm I see. I'm gonna change from my you. answer to that too, because because Castelline is like devious. She likes scaring motherfuckers. She's just yeah. like can really come at you and like out of nowhere. You've just got like, like a I mean, grin the whole time, and suddenly I'm unconscious. Cass has hidden places and tried w- to scare me several times. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, I think there would be a lot of joy in doing that. And uh, and mm. funnily enough, I scare people all the fucking time just by accident because apparently people don't hear me walk into the room sometimes. Oh, and, God. And I'll just like be there and everyone's like, where the fuck did you come from? You're and like I'm like, Batman. I, I'm like, bitch, I've been here. Where are you? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So um, we're, I feel like we're reliving our combat days of doing stage combat together and like, you know, living oh, that life. Oh, totally. And, yeah. So fun. So, so fun, though. I think that, so that's, a, that's some something that also like with thinking and comparing this to the theater world, I've compared a lot of the fighting to that. Mm. And I've just thought about fucking Steve Vaughn as like an instructor mm. and how blessed we were to have such a great combat instructor in college because these fucking instructors in this show are awful. <laughs> they are like <laughs> the worst humans ever. They're so fucked up. And then we have the alluring siren, which is almost like treated like a headmaster of this school. Mm. Correct me Kinda if like I'm wrong on that. Yeah, almost From like Matilda? the trunch bull. Yeah, the alluring siren who once back in her day was, you know, just as the name says, alluring and a siren and <laughs> fucked shit Solid up. Solid description there, Cass. But then like... <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't fucking help it. Um, <laughs> fuckers. Um, <laughs> you know, but... But the fact that she immediately is is just so quick to shit on everyone, and I'm I'm pretty sure she's shitting on the elite class too, not just the regular class. It seems yeah. like she's just fucked up to everyone, and I you know I respect her for that because she's like I fucking hate you all equally, and that's the kind of bitch I like. I fuck with her. Hell yeah! Cool, 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 cool. Hell cool. yeah! So we've covered a lot of ground here, right? You know, I think that, yeah. like this, this is just like flowed so well. Um, God, I just want to go back and watch more fucking Kaijo. I can't believe it. Um, I might and it's hard because I feel like I'm watching so many different shows at once now and I was like I'm watching My Hero Academia while simultaneously watching Kaijo I feel like (laughs) Kaijo is My Hero Academia's Wario you know oh (laughs) my god what a comparison that's hilarious so so it's kind of kind of whack for me to go from like watching Deku um, learn how to control one for all while simultaneously watching Kaijo and watching someone master the vacuum butt cannon. I'm like, I think these things are comparable. I think one could definitely clash. But here's the thing: the which has the better fights? Which has the better fights? I don't know yet. Because I'm not sure that it's clearly my hero. There's a yeah. lot of really good fights in here. And there's something about the energy, the fluidity. Like, a ton of money looks like it went into these fights. Like, it's and really... it's just ridiculous. Like, the last fight I watched was episode four. The battle for the fastest butt. And, mm. um, and it was like... 
they were going at the two fastest characters were like going at it and trying to figure out whose speed is better, mine or hers. And so they were like clashing. The butt Gatling came into play. Our hero, uh, oh, fuck, I can't remember her name, um, is like getting pushed back. And she's like, I've only got 30 seconds left. Time to activate my secret technique. And I'm like, oh boy, what's the secret technique going to be? You know what she does, Pax? You know what she does, Castelline? She oh, yeah. gives herself a wedgie. That is it. And I think she calls it the G acceleration. And yeah, she yeah, suddenly, yeah. poof, green light appears and she's gone. And That's Rock Lee, dude. That's Rock Lee all over she's again. It's Rock Lee dropping the armor. Yes. Yeah, she's Rock Lee giving himself a wedgie and just giving, oh my God. Let me I dig this latex um, into my labia and just go. And they explain it. They're just like, yeah. hey, you know, like, like the people on the sidelines are like, whoa, how is she going so fast all of a sudden? She didn't have that speed a second ago. And they're like, well, you know, swimsuits, no matter how, how, what size they are, they add a little bit of constriction to the hips and it allows for freer movement. So suddenly, like giving yourself mm-hmm. a wedgie lets you move at like 120 miles per hour. Yes, like, yes. You're just there. That extra bit, that would be like me shaving my head and becoming the Flash. <laughs> <laughs> Resistance, baby. Like, <laughs> oh my god. Fuck. <laughs> so No, yes, and fuck. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. amazing. Because they don't care. They're like, whatever. It doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. It doesn't have to. Have fun. <laughs> so with all this shit, are there any other little last things we want to mention about Kaicho? Things that like we want to inform the audience of things that we've re- loved about the show. Titty hypnosis. Titty hypnosis. It just you will- wanted to talk about that pack. Titty hypnosis? Yeah, oh, I just said I can't wait to get to this like in the show because I saw Casterline wrote like titty hypnosis, uh, massages, Cerberus butt, um, things bitches do for gelato, <laughs> spinning rabbit hip. It's all oh look amazing. God. I'm excited for yes. butt wind sandstorm. Oh, yeah. Did oh, my God. Yes, I, I made I made it to that. That's later on in the uh, episodes. Y'all will get to it eventually. The butt wind sandstorm. Okay. And when I tell you that the fi- the final position of that move was literally like one ass just laying on like someone's fucking chest and they're just like on the fucking floor like it's a crime scene. <laughs> like <laughs> it's incredible. It's 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 just insane the extreme that it went to. Um I loved it so much. But there's so many, like, I mean, obviously, so much sexual, like, innuendo and everything in here. Because they also had the spinning rabbit hip. And every time there's anything rabbit or bunny, I, like, see how there's, like, a sexual highlight behind it because of this idea that, like, you know, bunnies fuck a lot in their life. And they reproduce, like, fucking, like, fucking crazy. And it is a fact. You know, it's like... I think some people even consider it like it's like that's their one fucking goal is like let's yeah. fuck as much as possible and make these fucking babies, mm-hmm. you know? So the, the spinning rabbit hip just seems like a total sexual attack. Um, but not the titty hypnosis. The titty hypnosis doesn't. Oh, my God. Titty See, hypnosis. for me, that's, uh, I can't even get into it. Hypnosis. So, you know, in 
this show, we see our characters constantly have conversations about these grand prizes that they can win as professionals. Um, And these are money prizes. And you get them from, yes, winning matches, but also from mastering certain things. I think, what is it called? You can become like a prize queen or something like that. (laughs) Like a size queen? (laughs) Did they say prize queen? queen? Yeah, they they say something like that. You're like the prize queen for mastering certain moves. And so our lead character, um, Kaminashi, uh, she discovers that she has the power to be able to um, execute the vacuum, the the vacuum butt torch cannon vacuum (laughs) the torch (laughs) Um, the vacuum butt cannon Uh, she sees that that's uh, something that her body is really capable of and her teacher mentions that that's a move that has a great monetary prize behind it for whoever masters it and her life lights up and it's almost like throughout this whole thing she has such a determination, a great perseverance to become the best that she can possibly be. And I wonder, is it fueled by this idea of winning this money or is it out of the passion for this, the art or what art there is to this craft of Keijo fighting? Um, so I don't know. I wonder like, what is it that's fueling it? Is it the money or is it the ass play you know and i think that's a button that we haven't gotten to because we haven't seen the ending yet mm-hmm. but i'm hoping that they will clarify can we put that on a t-shirt though is it the money or is it the ass play is it the I money i love that i think that can go on a card one might help you yes. get the other who knows yeah true um, but yes. yeah, no, that's a, that's a great question. And the thing is, we probably won't even have a firm answer by the end of the, the season because this season does not cover all of Kaijo at all. It's like the first mm-hmm. couple volumes of Kaijo and then it only continues in the manga. So maybe we'll have to get reading it too. But um, yeah, I think that, that it's it's very interesting, like the almost the the way we'll look at people who try to do something for money um instead of like for doing it for the love of the game man <laughs> you know um mm-hmm. because one of, one of my favorite rappers ever mf doom was very effusive about being like yeah i i only do this for money like i only do this like i would i would accept a fucking fa- fanta sponsorship if it paid me a million dollars and i'd never rap again <laughs> like you know um and and that's totally fine because he's still one of the greatest artists ever but um i think the main character seems more in it for the money right Which yeah is like oh Okay, I I personally feel like it depends on what you think her priority should be. Just because like, just because her motivation is money doesn't mean that that's not relatable. It doesn't mean that that's not uh, understandable, that that it's not something worth striving for. Because let me tell you, if someone told me like, hey, Hal, if you uh, take up TNA fighting, you'll get a billion dollars. I would put on a swimsuit in a heartbeat. Mm. I actually think I would too I'm just like yeah degrade me yeah I'd be like like, I don't care because I'm gonna be a billionaire like what Cass is the project is the TV project you're working on the live action Kaijo for Netflix is that what you're doing yeah actually uh spoiler alert damn Uh, sorry broke the NDA soon so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh god you know but so, then you see characters like alba not to cut you off pax i'm no, sorry go ahead, go ahead. but you see characters like alba like ready to leave because they feel out of place and i think something that you mm-hmm. talked about pax was how this character felt insecurity because of their dialect which was a really nice like little yeah. thing yeah, that yeah, they yeah, had yeah, in yeah. there but clearly the feeling of, of feeling like diminished was stronger than 
this particular character's desire to be a winner or be a millionaire mm. or be rich. It was almost like it, it degraded them too much. It made them feel way too small and it wasn't something they were really to comp- they were willing to compromise. Yeah, and it was, it was such a great teenage moment too because this person like had clammed up for like two straight episodes all because someone else in her room said something like really lighthearted, just being like, wow, you all have such funny dialects. Like you have such funny accents. Mm -hmm. And it seemed lighthearted at the time, but this girl internalized it. And you find out two episodes later, that's why she hasn't been speaking because she's so self-conscious. That's extremely relatable for me. I've had plenty of moments like that in life where I'm like, oh, that lives inside of me now. (laughs) Yeah, 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 totally. And, And this specific character eventually finds their own strength in their physical nature with like their mm-hmm. hand being able to sense all of the strengths in a person's body and then the Alba gives every single person at this school like a massage because they are secretly sensing with their hand everything that that is happening in, in these other characters muscles and their bodies and what their strengths are and what their weaknesses are and creates like a document like document like documents all of this then this like book and and kind of like as a resource to know how to defeat every single individual opponent. I wonder if that's mm-hmm. cheating. Can, I wonder I if that's cheating. That? Yeah, go, yeah. Ahead, yeah. Love, go ahead. I, I, I go insane over this power that she has, this secret ability that she has, which I forget what she calls it, but what, what it is is um, it's like synonymous with like Kakashi being the mirror ninja, being like the copy mm. ninja, saying like, if I see you use your technique once, I will be able to copy it for like the rest of my life. All I have to do yeah. is see you do it one time and mm. I will remember how to do it for the rest of my life. And she's kind of uh, similar to that where she like, by touching you, she's able to later refer to your abilities by reaching out with her hand, like to the side, up, down, wherever. And all of these butts appear like in the ether. Oh my God. She only, she's the only one that can see them. And all she has to do is like touch them and like, activate this person's special technique and so and then she can copy it like perfectly oh i lose. like anal rain man <laughs> that's it's insane which which brings me to the other amazing part of kaijo which is like if you haven't seen multiple other shows you're gonna l- miss so many references like there's an attack on titan reference in all of these like in some of these attacks there's um I think it's called Butt Tack on Titan. I think that's what the move is called, um, which is just so. insane. Uh, there's like references to, you know, JoJo's with the, with the Cerberus. There's references to like Dragon Ball, like One Piece, all of these different mm-hmm. shows, all of these different moves come from different shows. And if you don't see it, you're, if you don't know these shows, you're not going to get them. Right. Um, but I think it's funny just how ridiculous the show is because it's actually picking taking bits and pieces from all these other really, really popular iconic shows and making itself more popular by using it, which is synonymous with this character's ability of like, oh, I'm just going to like look at this, take that down, and I'm going to use that later, that one thing. And I love that about this show, that it is just absurd because it's like, we don't give a fuck. We don't give a shit. We're yeah. going to use this show, this show, this show, this show. It's right, going to be insane, right. whatever. Um, and I just, ah, 
I lose my mind. And, and, and that's why it's so effective in yeah. just grabbing us in because they're, they add things that have already been used in the past and that were effective. And yeah. these qualities are things in anime that, that are really eye catching and are really like stimulating for your mind. And you see them and you're like, wow, even though the general, like feel for this thing is not particularly something that I may agree with. They're executing it really well. Yeah. And that's really, it's like the delivery versus the content, you know, like you can be delivering shit content, but if you're delivering it well, anyone's going to buy that shit and Mm -hmm. people are going to listen. And, and Mm -hmm. I personally don't think this is shit content compared to shit content that's actually out there, you know, because there is a lot out there that you really are just like red flag. No, can't fuck with this. We should absolutely just know this off the interweb completely. And I don't even think that this goes as far to like need that, but yeah. No, totally. And I mean, one really quick, I wanted to mention that Alba's um, massages reminded me of a certain uh, over overly touchy masseuse uh, teacher we had at uh, at our at our school. <laughs> you know, the one who would give a lot of unprompted massages to the female students. <laughs> um, so Facts. that vibe with me with the shitty teacher thing. But also um, talking about the this the fact that it's not shitty content. Did did you guys ever read a book called Zombie Butts from the Planet Uranus? No. Um, when you were kids, this no. was like, uh, no. this is a book, zombie, but, um, it's, it's by a guy named Andy Griffith or Andy Griffiths. Um, and he has like the day my butt went psycho, you know, uh, and, and, and a whole series of like books that are in, entirely predicated on really juvenile humor and butt puns. And that is oddly what I feel like this show totally is in terms of its humor. And there's the whole element of like etchy humor. It's this perverted humor. And it seems just a lot more like juvenile dumb fun than it does sex. And let me know if this is relatable at all because I could be wrong. This show felt like very unsexy to me in a way that I wasn't really Mm. anticipating because it was so... I want to say gross, but it was just so... um, ridiculous with its approach to the subject matter that it it didn't really seem like it was like a sexy thing I was watching. I was like, wow, this is the most hilarious dumb shit I've seen in my life. Like anyone get horned up watching this? I don't know. Reveal yourselves. (laughs) Uh, Not really because it was just like, it was weird. I felt like I was supposed to, but at the Mm. same time, like it was just so crazy and so ridiculous that I was like, I, I, I can't. <laughs> it's like yeah. I can't. Right. It's like it's too comical for yeah, you to like funny. get onto it. It's like you're approaching the sexy and then they make it a little bit too absurd. It's not coy. Like right. being coy is sexy. If you're if you're gonna try like that's what I, I think is one of the biggest problems when it comes to a lot of shows is like the, the weird camera angles, the the outfits, all of that stuff. Like it's it's presenting it to you without mentioning it. It's kind of like it would be like if I told you a joke and then winked at you. If I like had had a joke in a sure. TV show and then winked at the camera. That's what Kaijo does. It's very much like, hey, look at this stuff. Ain't it funny? And it's right. just like, you're like, yeah. And they're expecting <laughs> yeah. you to be like, yeah. But, but I don't think they are. I think they're intentionally doing it so that it's like, it like softens the blow a little bit. Mm. I don't know. Am I, am I making that? Am I making sense? Yeah, I think totally. you are making sense. And I, yeah, and I, and I find that um, a lot of the moments that are supposed to be outwardly funny just turn out to be uh, very young and cute. 
Um, and then, which adds to the teenagery vibe of the whole thing. So, so Cass, did you expect to like this fucking show? Because like, I, was this your first anime? Um, no, I've watched anime okay, before. Thank God. <laughs> no, I, I have watched anime before and I can't say that I'm like a professional or anything, or I've watched a bajillion, um, because I have not, I, but I am a lover of good TV and good films. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so like, I didn't expect myself to enjoy this insane topic as much, but I also kind of just went into it with an open mind, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something very, very important with whoever is a listener and is thinking about watching the show is I immediately thought that you kind of got to have thick skin and a really mm -hmm. crass sense of humor to be able to get down with a show like this. Because mm -hmm. um, from Jump, I said like, ooh, this is problematic. But like I went with it because I do have a really crass sense of humor. And I did find a lot of things like really, really funny and kind of just like out there and outwardly poking fun at things was really, really effective for simulating me. And mm. so I think that it won't, though, for everyone. I think people that might see this might think that it is really, really offensive. In and in a lot of ways, it is. But they, a lot of people, I think, may take it to heart as a, as an attack on women or an attack on um, athletes or whichever way they want to take it. And I don't think that was part. That's particularly the point. I think the point is, like Pax had mentioned, exploitation. You know, exploiting yeah. these young women, exploiting athleticism for women, exploiting like a teacher system, a power dynamic, exploiting all of these things. So if you go into it with an open mind, you're going to catch these things. But if you go into it and then immediately allow your brain to tighten up and be like, nope, 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 then then I think you're going to receive it completely differently. Mm -hmm. Totally. And so actually at this point, I've just received some um, troubling communication that I, I would like to uh, present to the court, if I may. Uh, judge, may I? Judge, sure. Judge Casterlin? Here, here. Um, so, Hal, it, it seems as if I have found a, a Facebook message from you that says, and I quote, yo, Kaijo is bad. Um, it says, yo, Kaijo is bad, lol. Would you like to explain what the fuck you meant to that, by that to the court before we kick you off of this show? What the fuck sure. was that all about? Yeah, sure. So, so I'm going to be honest. Uh, that was while I was watching the first episode. And what I mean when I say that it's bad is that it is intentionally being bad. It was, it was deliberately being bad. And, and uh, it was like, as I wrote that, I wrote the LOL, uh, if you look back at the, at the text, um, that was right. a real LOL. That wasn't just me exhaling air from my nose, like a hmm, funny, that was me actually laughing because I was like, this is absolutely deranged and, and it's bad and I'm going to watch it anyway. Okay. I, I accept that. Uh, uh, judge, how do you feel? You know, I accept it as well. Um, okay. along with the points that you've touched upon before, I think that you have enough to back your argument. So, <sighs> okay, yeah. cool. So I'm not okay. being executed today. Oh, so no, no, no. We're still going to kill you. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, no. I'm like, <laughs> you're, you're going to, Castellan's going to do okay. the literal titty twister in which Cast does a somersault so quickly that the centrifugal force of her titties form a hurricane and blast through you like Inuyasha style, just like, <laughs> 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. How? Remember when you said that I'd be like a great inviter? I'm at your door right now. God, right? She's already there. This this has been recording the whole time. You got played. Fucking knock, knock, bitch. It's me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. All right. Well, this has been this has been amazing. Is there anything else we wanted to kind of bring up in relation to Kaijo? Uh, I think you know something to take away from this is. Though we may disagree that this is a show about friendship and perseverance. <laughs> it is, it is, it is. I it think is. that, you know, as long as you got your friends and you have the willpower to go forward and be the best you can possibly be, your ass and your titties can do anything you put your fucking mind to. Absolutely. Hell Period. Yeah. No Boom. drama. Period. Uh, done. <laughs> So, um, with that said, I, th- I think we're good to, to close up for today. But first, Cass, thank you so much for coming on. This has been yes. amazing. Oh thank you. We had such a good time with you. Yeah, this has been one of my favorite episodes ever. You are amazing, Cass. Thank you so oh much. Oh my for your gosh, time. thank you so much for having me. And I've been so so excited to come on here. And I've heard your stuff with other people, and I've been thoroughly jealous. And so, thank you yeah. so much because now I can squash the sour taste in my mouth and just continue loving you all. Absolutely. Oh, God, well, I'm so glad. Thank I'm you. glad we squashed the beef here on Brotakus. We yeah, did yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Everything is good. <laughs> Buried the hatchet. <laughs> no and, beef. And Cass, when we when we find another equally um, uh, passionate show about friendship and magic, can we have you on again? Absolutely. I would love to. I'm very, very passionate of all things absurd and all things fucked up and wrong. So let's fucking talk about it. Let's go. Hell yeah. All right. Let's go. Absolutely. Uh, To everyone out there, thank you all so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or review us on your favorite podcasting app. It really does make a difference, and every review counts. And and I'm going to say that again. Every review counts. It means a lot to us, and we will definitely give you a shout-out on the air next time to show our appreciation. Y'all heard him. Five stars, yo. Five stars. Five stars, baby. All right, I'm Hal. Boom! Record scratch. No, because hell, I need to quickly mention. Fuck the outro. Fuck the outro. Because we're on video now, yo. We're on oh video now, yo. You better subscribe to. We're probably gonna get Brotaku's podcast to YouTube. If not, check the show notes. We're gonna figure it out. How's gonna whip that up? But subscribe to us on YouTube. Hit the bell yes. as well. Yes. Give us a yes. like. Yes. Share that shit. If you have friends who just like video stuff, do that because we're gonna be uploading cool clips there. We're gonna be uploading some auxiliary shit, full episodes from here on. Our now. personal Kaijo training montage. We're gonna be putting that out. Too. Absolutely. Oh, gonna, yes, exactly. We will be demonstrating. You'll see us double cheeked up. It'll be a great time. <laughs> you're see me caked up trying to twirl my ass uh, or flat my flat my ass cheeks like Dumbo's wings to lift myself <laughs> off the ground. We're gonna be <laughs> shit. Oh my god. Fucking like majestic. Yeah, just twerking like a thunderclap or a shotgun <laughs> shell, like just. Boom, boom. Um, but so please check us out on uh, on YouTube. Um, j- j- uh, hit us up on, on Facebook as well. I'm so sorry to interrupt, Hal, but like evolution of Otaku's baby. Next hey, step in world domination. Next step. Yep. All right. Well, everyone, thank you so much. Uh, we're the Brotakus, and we'll see you next time. See Bye, y'all, y'all, people. Bye. 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 B